You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Very Weekly, a very weekly manga review oh. show. Uh, part of the Weird Science family of Manga Podcast family, not a network. I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? We almost had no network. They tried Uh-oh. railing me, I hear. <laughs> oh, did they? I, I, I it know. is a little shout out to everybody. <laughs> yes, really. And they, they didn't even buy me oh, dinner. My. I should have. Uh, yeah, I'm giving a shout out to everybody, though, because we actually have gotten a little too popular for my wallet. There we go. And they were trying to double the amount. They said these downloads were through the roof. Oh, my God. I think they're lying. They just wanted my money. But I convinced, I convinced them otherwise is what <laughs> I did. I said, really? You think we're popular? Get out of town. We're for the people. You can't take us off the airwaves, even if we don't pronounce the names yeah, right. I was going to say, here we go. Uh, we got a tweet today on Uh-oh. Twitter. And if you do Breaking go news. over to Weird Manga, follow us. We'll follow you back. Also, you know, you don't have to throw shade, but yeah, hey, we'll respond to shade. We got shade for pronouncing the Japanese names wrong and a couple Uh-oh. things. Listen, I've heard Luke try to pronounce English and he has a, a oh struggle. So please, the struggle's Problem. real is what's going it on. Is. And, you know, if we do butcher the names, and I apologize, I guess, but isn't that the quirkiness that everybody loves? <laughs> it's very much the problem the that, uh, that me and you. I mean, really are manga fans and not really anime fans. I think that the anime might have helped out a bit, but we're more for the mangas, right? We do the and readings. we're not pretentious or snooty. We're no here way. to have some fun. And maybe, just maybe, we're pronouncing them wrong on purpose. We're not. We, no. we just don't I know wish. how to say some things. But eventually we catch on. And, and really, just a shout out to everybody. If you are listening and we do pronounce something wrong, you know, you, you can get a hold of us, uh, you know, in other ways, like email us at weirdsciencemanga yeah, at gmail.com. Maybe, you know, do a little, yeah, don't don't put us on blast. We, you don't, people don't realize, like, the, the thin <laughs> line that we're walking <laughs> on. I've been saying, thinking about this for three weeks now. I'm going to be listening to this for the rest of the month. Luke needs any excuse to go to sleep or get drunk. And all yeah. you're doing is allowing him to say, well, whatever. I, I'm looking out. Hiatus begins. Also, I will say, if you have a problem and you're on the Patreon, then we'll listen a little more because then <laughs> <laughs> you're doing something. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's, really? Like, the, all this stuff that we do and that's what you're bitching about? All right. All right. Sayonara, sucker. Uh, but with that, you know, welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, I don't know that this will be the deal, but it just to do it, and I'm trying to think. Welcome, do it, Sandra. Do it. Uh, I think actually, oh. I think I pronounced that wrong. Suandre, I think, yeah, is who ended right. up doing that. Uh, <laughs> but here we are for the weekly show. Yes, and we're gonna get right to this. We have uh, six books, and then Luke's bangers. So pretty much Boom. six books in out. And then maybe 45 minutes will be over to two. Uh, and you'll be finishing up that first volume of Blitz. I heard oh. that down at the malt shop. They told oh me that. Goodness. Everybody's waiting with bated breath to see how that chess game ends. Uh, but also, is it Romantic Killer that you're doing with that as well? Was that I'm what we decided on? That. I'm just oh, doing okay. just You're just blitz. doing the Blitz. You told me last I was night different. Where's Sandra? Minutes. Get on the Twitter and oh, start tweeting God. at Luke. <laughs> Not doing what he told me he was going to do. And really, that's the Oopsie. thing. And I, you'll remember that you told me this because I said, I? well, you could do Romantic Killer. And you said, oh, yeah, I'll do that. But then the segment will be like an hour. And we laughed. Romantic and now killer. you forgot about it. You were half asleep just like now. But we are already wasting way too much time. <laughs> you are tired. You're ready to go oh, to bed. I'm good. ready to go off to my per- correct pronunciation class Never. that I, I'm going to now be taking. Uh, what Loki. are we starting with? We're going to kick things off with the new kid on the block, Jim. Mm-hmm. The Jiangxi X's. The book that we have the most problem with the pronunciations. Oh, boy. Chapter 2, a lot of names that we get wrong. The wish that burns within. Our wish is to get these names right, Jim. Yeah. No, that's not my wish. <laughs> that's Sundre's. <laughs> uh, we're going to go into this. and We ended up having the first chapter on our Manga Monday show. And we liked it. A lot of people thought it was a little bit generic. Uh, the tone was 
little more serious I said that reading the second chapter At the point where we already did the Manga Monday show That it gets a little more lighthearted Yeah, it gets dark by the end But you do have good interplay between the characters And I think Mm -hmm. that that's what's going to push this book forward Obviously, as we said before, Shahu and I think we we figured out this is pronunciation. Xiao Hu, uh, he's the main guy. He ends up where everybody thinks he's going to be, you know, big and, oh, man, he's going to do a lot of things. But then you have, like, Xiao Yun with him, who is the spunky guy. Who you can tell right away. I said it before. I think that Xiao Yun will become a bit more popular. You know, the, the oh, Harry yeah. Potter-esque. Xiao Yu, you'll end up okay. He's the number one guy, but I think that I'm going to like Xiao Yun a little yeah. more. And, and, and nobody's going to like Jolie. He's out. He's out. He's terrible. Classic. He is there still at points to just be almost like a surrogate narrator because yeah. of his glasses. That's all it is. Oh, look at, look at smart guy. Uh, but they end up, they're going to go off on their first mission. They're trying to figure out what that'll be. And this is where you get Xiao Yun who shows up, you know, dressed to impress, and then starts talking. It does end up, and I will warn people, if you're going to jump into this, there are times where it does feel a little bit, you know, over the top with narration. Narration Mm -hmm. as in, what? You didn't know this? And then they'll explain it. But we said There's a lot of filling in the exposition. We said, though, this book is trying to get to the action and get to the things quick, and I don't mind it then. If you're going to end up explaining it in a forced kind of over-the-top way, I don't mind if you're just going and they end up going to their first, you know, mission with their teacher, with a guy who shows up. And when they do that, they do get right to it. And that's Kung Yin, the, uh, here we go. He's part of the uh, King Long group. Uh, it's, it's really tough. And there's so much, but they have their teacher. He shows up. He's drunken teacher. We called him before. So and they're going to go off and they say each year the first mission changes. I would say it would. I mean, when they said that, I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Like, say last year's mission was to save a village. What are you going to go save it again? The village in trouble again. All of a sudden, the village, oh, my God, the last year, these first years, they went and they, uh, you know, put out a fire in this village. Well, I guess we're going to have to set the village on fire again. I don't know. This this monk village, I wouldn't put a pass. I'm pretty sus. Every year, the same cat gets stuck in the same tree. But it's actually that mustache guy dressed up as a cat. Yeah, didn't they say like at one point, like last year or the year before, somebody had to go catch a monkey or something? <laughs> <laughs> what are these things? And go at one point, monkey. at one point, they really ended up. One of the groups had what I think is the monk version of like opening a supermarket. They ended up having to Whoa. go there and like doing some prayers while they did stuff. And you do end up that weird deal where Chow Young's like. I hope we don't get something boring like that. Well, they don't. They they do go off. I'll tell you, the way that they tricked the three kids in the first chapter had me worried that we're going to keep doing that. Like, at the end, all of a sudden, that same guy's like, look, it was me. I wasn't that Jeng Shi again. I'm like, no, this was big. And what ends up happening is you show through this that Shahu, you know, has some feelings. You, you get reminded of him as a kid being saved, things like that. But this this chapter's pretty straightforward. You know, they mm-hmm. go into town, and if you have read and mispronounced names in something, say a dragon slayer here, or demon slayer, I even said dragon slayer, Uh-oh. you end up where they go into the village, they find out there's been some killings, and they go out into, you know, the forest to find what did it, and all of a sudden, a jinx, she shows up. And as I said, there's no real downtime. When they say we're going to go off to the village, that we're going to go to this, a lot of manga that would take three chapters. We'll go and we'll end up passing some people and maybe get in a fight. They right get to right the to this village. The people are all happy. There's one witness, and it's a kid who doesn't want to talk about anything, still in shock. This is something that triggers Shaohu to even think of his childhood and how that happened. And basically, when they go and face off against this you know, big, really powerful... Jiangxi, and I'll say powerful. They say it's probably a level one, but it's got some strength to it. I'm above level one. Yeah, and you see Shao gets, you know, steps up and he ends up attacking it. Thinking of the idea because of what happened even with that kid in this village. My my Mm -hmm. dad saved me. 
And from that day on, I wanted to make sure I like where he goes. I wanted to make sure that nobody else loses their parents up your day late in a dollar short pal you think you already had that happen nobody but. else after this kid it ends now what is he gonna do like halfway across the country somebody's there and he's like oh well not that one that didn't i'm count. on my way nobody get killed going and when you go into this like yeah y- you have you know some talk you have the de- but once you get in the fights it's pretty much like page after page of a fight and it's nice it's That's not nice anything fight. that's going to be the greatest thing you ever no. saw, but we said that before. It's still that nice. Good moments. And you end up having Shell who activate the Zhang Chi's dental plan. At least he had that. That guy's spitting out chiclets like it's a hockey fight and ends up getting knocked down. This actually impresses Shell Young, who's like, oh man, wow, even though he's pretty much trained with them for five years and drunken, no emotion teacher here. He's like, yep, looks like he's strong, just like we thought. He's got the fire burning within. And it's it's giving you more character work in my mind. Chalion mm. is a guy who says, I want to be the best. I'm going to prove it. He's more, in my mind, the spunky protagonist, the way he plays it out. But oh, with yeah. the idea of having Shahu there, who is powerful, and he ends up, he doesn't show his emotions as no. much. And yeah, he pretty much stands around for the most part and says that, you know, Chao Yun is, is stupid and a dummy. I mean, even when you go into this village, everybody, he, Chao Yun's using this like, man, now we're cited the autographs. Yeah, let's get some credit for this. Let's do uh, it's pretty much autographs, but he's making the, you know, the wards and things for the yeah. people. And yeah, so you have it. But then by the end, as you have an, yet another Zhang uh, Shi go into town like Frankenstein, though, you Often. see here that they're actually gliding above a pretty cool oh. look. Go in and you do have Xiao Hu talk to this kid who lost his parents, gives him this ward, says this is a protection amulet as long as you have this. And I liked it. He says, as long yeah. as you have this, put it on your house. You'll never, you know, it's everybody knows kind of what this is. But he adds the deal. It's getting you protection from heaven. That's where your parents are. They were wonderful. And they'll look after you. And connect you to your mom and dad. The kid hugs him. And, you know, he's Dude. still crying. It's it's not. And again, this isn't the idea of show saying, you know what, kid, your parents might come back someday. And- no. And it's not like you better toughen up, kid. The world's a cruel place. He's nice about it. He gives yeah. him a little protection. And you do end up seeing Julie and Chalyan watching and the teacher watching him realize, OK, he does care. And then we go off. It's weird because you have all that. And then we go off because his father was going off to that big conference. And I thought, okay, we're at Bugua Hall. Here we oh. go. And they're all meeting, all of these clans, all these things. We don't know much about this, but when you get it, it's actually pretty exciting. It's it's pretty cool in that where you see all these different elements. It's got like an avatar feel. You know, you have cool. water, mountain, thunder, wooden wind, fire, earth. The worst one, marsh. And Sky, I, I'd be the idea like I'm there and they're passing out the kingdoms, right? And they're like, okay, you're this, you're that. Here you go. You're the marsh. I'm, the marsh? Like, really? I mean, we, we, seriously. But looks looks cool. All of the things are cool. You designs. got a couple of solar panels. And then you also have <laughs> his dad, who they have the great goddess, Chiwetian Zinu. That they are. You know, setting all this up, a vision, and pretty much the destruction of Earth is coming. Heaven and Earth. I mean, it does. I'll tell you, it says, Tiandi Poji is coming. The complete destruction of Heaven and Earth is nigh. I'm like, oh, you're one of those people? Always yelling that nonsense. What? What is this? They went all this way for the doomsdays? (laughs) Yeah, really. I did really. You could have sent me the miserable thing just to the village. But yeah, and, and this goes in well. With what we saw, it gives you that overall big feeling. And I think mm-hmm. that everything in this, and, and granted, you know, bear with us. We'll get used to these names as well. But when we end really? up, now I'm just, I'm running scared. When we get down to it, <laughs> it does feel familiar. I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't. In it a seems good way. familiar with a lot of things. We talked about it. Yeah. We talked about it in the Manga Monday show. It takes things that we like about other things. It's not like you're grabbing tropes from things you hate. It's grabbing things, but the pacing to me is really good. And you're like, boom, boom, boom. We've had two oversized chapters now, and it feels like, you know, all right, we're 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 hitting the ground running. 
We have this big giant thing in the background of pretty much, you know, the Ragnarok or the TND Pochis coming. Uh-oh. And we get our characters that we want to follow and get bigger. We have a teacher. We have all the things in place. I think it's good. I think it actually is really good. Uh, what would you give this chapter? Yeah, I liked it a lot. A, a nice follow-up. We were big fans of Chapter 1, and this was a solid follow-up. thought that was nice to have Zhao Hu, because he's usually so... Uh, he's not usually taking the spotlight, but it was nice to have him really step up here and really save the day and have that nice moment with the kids that was, you know, big feels. I did enjoy that a lot. Uh, and the idea that we're going to have cool dudes in charge of marshes and earths and fires I'm looking forward to all this, uh, and we know that there's a big threat coming. So I'm looking forward to more. This is a solid book. I recommend everybody hop onto it. I'm going to 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going 8 out of 10 as well, and I like the idea that you can go with that all the elements, they're going to have all their different monks and styles and things like that, and that's that's cool. And again, it it does feel like like a lot of different things, but the end product, I'm actually having fun with it so far uh, as a start. Uh, and we'll go to the next book, which Ooh. is a banger. It's always been good, right, Luke? It's one of our favorites. We're not going to throw shade at another book here, but uh, what are we talking about? Well, I mean, we were going to talk about two Assassin's books, but there's yeah. only one on the lineup this week. That is And it's true. the only one that matters. The Marriage Toxins, Chapter 36, featuring this really depressed guy at the start. Oh, boy. Yes. It says on the Manga Plus, it says, you must clear your heart. We'll just say oh. <laughs> Like, all right, what you should do is you clear out your schedule, get a haircut, and a shower is what Please. you should do. But we end up where, remember, Arashiyama got captured. She's um, in those clear cells down below. And in this, we get something that we did not expect. I mean, you did not expect a flashback chapter, but it's really trying to set up that deal of Arashiyama being a fanboy of Giro that we never knew. And it's kind of a cool deal. I don't think he remembers. He may not. Because we end up in what I think that this is a good chapter for is that we're at, you know, chapter 36. Instead mm-hmm. of flashbacking or any, well, it does flashback, but instead of I recapping, know. it gives you this play where we do get to see how far Giro has gone since before. In a, a unique way that you see that mm. Arashiyama did know him because as she is dying, I mean, she is dying. They Everybody around her is like, she's going to die. And uh, that's sad. But there you go. And she even says, I'm not going to live too long. And she ends up having, you know, her life flashing before her eyes type of deal. So it kind of works. Another time she was going to die. Yeah. And they were going to poison her and give, give her some things. And after that. You do have Giro show up to stop these guys. Young He's been Giro. hired to do it. It's young Giro. It's young Arashiyama. You see it right away. And she already in this starts thinking, man, my brother disappeared. I had Uh-oh. to take on his job. Looks like a recycling job of some sort. recycling. Yeah, it's weird. But her brother has already disappeared and they're going to kill her for not being able to do what she was supposed to. And she says, I shouldn't have even gotten involved in this. This is my downfall. And then Giro shows up, and when he does show up, it's young Giro. He's got his hoodie on. He's going. He ends up attacking. They're all upset. All these bad guys are like, well, why is one of the families, the main families, throwing somebody what? out there and doing this? And Giro saves her, and she looks over at him. It's like, oh, my God, thank you. I And he goes, that's just a job. I do what I'm told. It's not personal. I'm out. That really... Made Arashiyama fall for him though, and that's where I think that maybe now, cool dude, this really gives you that thing of, oh, she really loves him, and maybe this will be the bride that he needs. I think that now she might not like the softer version Uh-oh. of Girl as a love interest or a fangirl mm-hmm. for him because that, oh man, he's so cool. She even had a fan made up with his name and said, "I nah, swear." That's then- where she had them glasses because we were always wondering why were the glasses. She's a Glasses fan. She's girl. a fangirl. And it says, I, I swore I'd stand my prince, my savior, Hakaru Giro, for the rest of my life. And he just walks away at that point. Um, but she says, But even then, I knew the truth. I just knew his heart was in shambles. And I was a jerk to construe him into something he wasn't to fit my needs. So she's learned too to the idea I think that they're giving you, they're not going to get together. This is going to be, I think they will be partners and she'll stay. Because I hope she does. 
because I think she's great, but she's thinking back at this. And yeah, her standing, him and her, it was kind of unfair in her mind, but now she's got to escape. And I like this because everybody else from the stupid clan that has thrown shade at her constantly, you know, this, this whole animal deal, they're all, they've given up. They're in these Mm -hmm. cells and like, yeah, you're just going to die. They give up. She's not going to give up now. She gets them inspired. She gets fired up. She calls in Sirius and the hamster crew. They show up. They look like a gang. Bad butt hamsters. Oh, my God. And I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, Sirius, who we really like. Scar guy. He's tough. That's like he's a tough dude. And you end up. But I like that. It really made me laugh because I'm like, okay, I know Sirius. We've seen him a bunch of times. I like there's unique things about these hamsters that now we're kind of getting them in the ground. And she basically says, go out, get there. And she sets up this network where it's almost like a, you know, an intercom through this. I don't know how it works, but it's the I don't know how they be talking hamster English, but I don't care. It's the pipsqueak network. And she says, hey, everybody, get off your duff. We're going to escape this place. Let's go. Who's with me? And I got fired up. And I'm like, you know what? I never thought that we'd get a full out just Areshiyama chapter, even though we love her. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a nice change of pace first off and really shows her stepping up even more because she's growing as well. And that's what I like about this book from the chapter one. The characters have already started to evolve and change. and, And that's what I like. And she's. Really, really stepping it up here. And so is Sirius and old Scar. Whoa. That Scar, that Scar hamster is pretty cool. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought this was a banger chapter. I'm really surprised that we are getting so much Arashiyama content here. Like, she so far is feeling like she's going to be a main part of the squad. Yeah, she better not like, leave after this, right? Like, what I'm, what I'm saying is compared to like the other girls, like we've had, they've had moments, but like, the amount of work that's been put into Rashiyama, especially this flashback moment, it feels like she's locked in now. You know, like I feel like we know her better than I know more than Peachy. Yeah, a lot, a lot of Peachy. But I think that maybe this Happy. shows that we'll do the, you know, get a little more work from them uh, later. Hopefully later on. Yeah, this is Arashiyama's time to shine, uh, and obviously we're big fans of Arashiyama, so we're shining too, Jim. I'm gonna go eight point five, uh, and I I'm looking forward to more. This book's the best. Weber and Sackboy. I'm going eight point eight, and yeah, every time we read it, I get that deal of yeah, this this is why it was our book of the year because there we, go. we really do like it. But we'll move off to another book that was never my book of the year but a book i oh. always did love and still do what is it luke boom always so, so always good it is the Akashi triangles chapter 118 two bad series oh don't tell suzu she's going to explode I, know. I love the idea that suzu's like oh my god i can't believe all this trouble and and then you, you end up where you're going <laughs> like, first thing on her mind like you're yeah, the first one who thing did this. On her mind is let's have a threesome. I'm like like two pages in. Right away. She already gets to the sus ideas. Oh jeez. She her safe word is yes. <laughs> oh my god. She ends up where Ding. all this I love that Roach is just standing around like, what the heck is going on? I do oh, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. love Gramps and Roachka always hanging out. That always makes me giggle when they do. Uh but what you have here in this is that weird play we've been wondering what is happening with this book it ends up where it's getting more and more sus first off but oh. you kind of were you're spinning your wheels of okay am i gonna be back to being a boy a girl all this i don't know oh. how i how i feel about the full out split them in two but it did give it a different vibe you know it, it makes it fresh yeah it gives us something new either you're gonna have to start getting towards an end game with the whole, okay, let's turn you know, Atsuri in, back into a this boy. This could be the best of both worlds. The weird play of this Anna is, Montana. how is this going to work? Because when you do have, and it really does feel, okay, we have girl Matsuri that isn't, doesn't have any boy left. That's full-out girl. So that's, does that allow you know, her to go off and maybe date some certain guy or something? Ooh. It's weird. I, I don't know. And even there, you, you have this idea. Which is real, which isn't, who's the real one? They're going back and forth with these ideas of, well, I have, you know, the gender swap tattoo deal, so I must be real. No, no, I'm real because I have this. 
And we're going to have to figure this out. Again, this might just end up being, no, 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 we have, we just have two Mets and we just go with it. They're both legit. But you even have at one point where the, the girl version gets mad. They start fighting. I mean, I'm telling you, it's, it's a lot of susness going on as well. Oh, yeah. uh, but when they're doing this, everybody's trying to figure this out. Uh, and yeah, they're giggling and, you know, getting dressed and then they're sus and this, but you have the girl version kind of like, I'm out of here. She goes yeah. off and even uses the Winjutsu to go off. That's where Rochka thinks she's cracked the code. <laughs> she comes running. The real one doesn't do the wind. The real one has this and can control that. And I could do it too. Ah, oh, she's uh. like back to the drawing board. And even, uh, Mirror says some things don't have to be real. Like, look at me. I'm talking now. You do have inorganic things like myself can be given life. So just mm-hmm. because you're alive doesn't mean that you're the real version. That kind of throws a wrench into things as well. But everybody's reacting. Taken. Besides those two, everybody's reacting okay about it. Like it didn't. Yeah. You didn't have to have the girl Matsuri like you know storm off. I really think they could have. What emotions, you know, of the heart. What happens? They go to school. And now it's, hey, Mets, it's weird. I mean, it'll be fun, though. This actually kind of gives it, like you said, a it fresh gives it feel. a lot of new options for the story. Yeah, I thought so. And, and hopefully, you know, that kind of stays. And they're trying to work through this and try to figure it out. But Kazumaki is going to be the wild card here. And that's who I was saying earlier. Uh-oh. He really does like. Matsuri in the girl form But he knows oh that's really you know He's one of the people who know that he's Actually a boy and mm-hmm. but now That's not all really girl. the case Now oh. you have the all girl so is this Going to be explained to him can he do this He can't be and I think that the, One of the reasons he he still loses His mind around oh, yeah. Matsuri at all time But he does remember like oh He's still a boy inside and now, Fulga, I don't think he's going to be able to deal with this. I mean, he Probably. goes nuts here. He doesn't know everything, but with Matsuri in girl form, doesn't know where to go. It has nowhere There's to go. There's only one place to go. Goes to Kazumaki and says, can I stay the night? I'm like, oh, here we go. He loses his mind. I mean, he really flips out. And uh, you kind of feel bad for the girl version of Matsuri, though, right? Oh, yeah. I'm team girl. Yeah, and I am, too. And you have Matsuri then that's now. The character, when you think about it, like we've been with girl Matsuri for so long that boy Matsuri is like, who's this? But girl, I'm team girl. Yeah, I am too. And uh, it's funny Always. too because this isn't like the way they could have played this is, you know, boy Matsuri comes. It's like, what happened? I don't remember anything. But no, they remember everything. So you don't have that, you know, kind of tropes. Mm-hmm. They're going with it. But. Boy Matsuri actually says to Suzu, like, this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. I'm waiting for, like, Let's there's always up. there's always going to be that barrier, though, to the deal. And I, I was waiting for it here, like, you know, I said when I become a boy that we'll start dating again. But this isn't really real, and I'm afraid I'll switch. But says, are we going to go on that date? You're going to go out with me? So that's kind of a cool deal. But they say, you know, I don't know. Should this work? And the girl Matsuri actually wonders... Maybe I should just disappear. Everybody wants boy Matsuri, but I don't think that's the case. Me and no. you don't. We want girl Matsuri. And people no. like Orochka and things actually did more, you know, hang out with girl Matsuri, girl Matsuri. Uh, things like that. Even so, like the school friends, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're all kind of used to the deal. And, you know, we'll see. Lou will lose her mind. She won't know what's going oh, on. But aliens. with all of that, we'll have to see. But what would you give it? Yeah, I like this a lot. It, we, we've said it's kind of been dragging its wheels a bit, uh, you know, dragging its feet, spinning its wheels, same thing. Um, you know, when we've been getting into the more, like, plot-heavy stuff. But this is a good way of mixing things up and keeping it fresh. We can have a lot of new things starting off with this. We are both Team Girl Matsuri, uh, and I'm also Team Soga and Matsuri going to get together now in the, the when Ghost spends the place. He's always been own. one of my favorites. He's been, yeah, he's been underrated, so I do like seeing him in the spotlight here, Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to how things all shake out here. I think it's a very good way to keep things going. I'm going to go 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 8.5. I'll go 8.5 as well. Yeah, I did like it, and I I was worried. I was worried of this new kind of change and and whatnot, but I I actually like it. I think that it does give it a spark and uh, gets going in, in a time when 
everybody was fired up about the anime, and that seems to kind of fizzled out and on hiatus. Mm. I don't know. But with that, that's the first section of books. So thanks for joining me, Luke. I don't know why I said oh, yeah. thanks. thanks. But we're going to go off now. <laughs> The Luke will probably throw shade, so when I come back, I'll be in oh. a bit more of a pissy mood. You but always have the most negative idea, Jim. Maybe I'm talking about how great Jim is. You forget that I have to edit it then, and I'm like, listen oh, to this we'll jerk. Get, awesome. I get my teeth grinding, but we'll go off to Luke talking a little blitz, and then we'll be back with three more books to end the podcast. What's up, Manga fans? It's your boy, The Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. The Weird Science Manga and Anime Family of Podcasts. Oh my goodness. And here we are for another exciting edition of Luke's Big Banger. Just one today because I am having a cold. I'm a little under the weather right now. I'm under the weather, but I am over the moon. To be discussing the last chapter of Blitz, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, the place where the chess games is hottest. Wrapping up right here. And then we'll be getting on to volume two later on in the month. Very exciting indeed. But yes, we do have the final chapter of Blitz volume one here. Oh boy, we're not going to hang around. We're going to get into it lickety split because I have a cold and I don't want to spend all day editing because that's Jim's job. Oh boy, here we go. First of all, I do like we have a, a, a quick explanation before we get into the chapter title of what blitz really mean and we do see exciting thunderbolt chess action then we see blitz meaning in chess it refers to games with very short time limits so let's blitz through this chapter of blitz ladies and gentlemen oh boy here we are we have tom with his electric chess bolt piece and everybody on top and glasses well, two glasses. Who invited two glasses to the party? Oh my goodness. But it is chapter nine onwards to the selection rounds. The sectional selection of intersectional selection, specially selected rounds. Exciting times. I hear they're in Monaco. Oh my goodness. We open up in the hospital where Tom has been discharged. Tom's mom is looking well, dressed to impress. Oh my goodness. And he is saying no more pulling his hair out. And his mom thinks he's weird. Uh, don't we all? Oh boy. And the nurse says no more sports games where you can get your head injured. Little did she know that he is playing the most head sportiest game of them all. Where the mind is physically on the reg. And that is the game of chess, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. And yes, they say thank you for everything. And then they go, what a funny kid. He sure did like the chess. Seems everybody in the hospital likes chess. Seems everybody in this whole town likes chess. It's quite sus. When we get the taxi, Tom's worried that he's going to have to go back to the school lives and all that. But really, you know, the only important thing in Tom's life right now anyway is chess. I can't think of anything other than chess. And I mean, really, haven't we all been there? I want to play chess. Come on. I want to play some games. Like that, that's really, that's on the tip of every young person's mind this generation oh my goodness and then we do see back in school again in the chess club the place to be with what appears to have even i don't know if this is just design but it appears it has a chessboard floor black and white tiles which is a uh, incredibly on brand i'm very impressed with the chess room decor oh my goodness maybe they have a kettle shaped like a, a pawn or something i don't know but we do see tom's playing the game solo like a dork and he's having fun this game is really good harmony walks in and she goes wow you're playing chess by yourself how lame or i mean how dedicated oh boy well yeah she's very impressed this is one of gary kasparov's famous games from before he got turned into a ghost oh jeez. and tom is practicing away he says he's excited. Harmony asked about the press conference. Did you watch it? The latest chess news. That isn't even a question worth asking, Harmony. Because we know everybody who's anybody was tuned in live to chess news. To watch Ghost Gary Kasparov drop a chess bomb on the world. Oh my goodness, the intersectional selection of section rounds that are specially selected in Monaco. Who is going to miss that. And Harmony is going to try her best, and they're all going to do it together, and it's going to be great. And then, uh-oh, in walks Glasses and his chess posse. Oh, no. What are you doing here, Tom? Playing your chess games 
in the chess club. And Harmony goes, Laurent, I want Tom to join us. Uh, which is surprising. I forgot his name was Laurent. He'll always be glasses to me. And she hits him with the uh, the good comeback that Miss Ka- Mr. Kasparov said so, right? For the future chess, we all gotta work together. And Glasses looks a bit annoyed. But then he looks at Tom and says, are you going to take the game of chess seriously? Of course, Tom is always serious when it comes to chess business. And then Glasses says, okay, if Harmony says so. But if you don't take it seriously, if you start fooling around during the big game, I'm going to kick you out. Oh, my goodness. And then in comes the dorky chess duo. We got Bowtie and Goatee Glasses here. And they seem to be in charge of chess club. I printed the participation rules for the inter- international selection of sections, specially selected rounds in Monaco. Very good. But before we get to that business, we're going to have to deal with the national preliminaries. It's going to be a big deal indeed. And everyone's super excited. We then go to the cold, the the fridge, the cold house of Ice King Carl, a.k.a. the Ice Ace, the Ice, the Ace Ice, the Ice Ace. I see. I still don't know how he says that nickname. Ice Queen Mom is here. She says, I see you're finally out of the hospital, Carl. Did she not go to visit? Oh, jeez. Sorry for worrying you, he says. And then she says, oh, yes, Project T, the place where the chess games are going to be hottest in the international national selection of section rounds specially selected in Monaco. Oh, boy, I've heard about this. It's a worldwide tournament. You're going to have to take part in it, and you will do the honor of winning as your father's true heir, as the illegitimate son of Ghost of Gary Kasparov, perhaps? Oh my goodness, I'm telling you, there's definitely there's definitely a connection here, I'm telling you. Isn't it interesting that we have no Carl father, and we have no Tom father, who is off navigating the seven chess seas out there somewhere in the world? How odd. The plot surely thickens. And then he says, of course, mother, and then she has an evil hee-hee. And then she says, why don't we go down to the, the Russian restaurant to celebrate your discharge from the hospital then i'm going to have to go tomorrow to visit the consultates perhaps the the great chess consultates my goodness see you in 20 minutes in front of the porch and it might be tea time but all carl can think of is the project tea time first the national preliminaries and then I'm going to win the Russian tournament and then the japanese representative i can't wait to see you again muro 98 my online chess rival. Oh my goodness. Back in the place where all the cool kids are hanging out. The chess club. We have Bowtie laying down the law here. The national inter-school chess tournament is going to be taking place next month, everybody. Get ready. It will be a good opportunity to get ready for them international selection of section sectionals in the specially selected Monaco. Oh my goodness. And we're going to need a team of five players to take place in that tournament. So for the national preliminaries first, they're going to hold a selection game in the next week of chess club where they're going to figure out who's good, the five people. And there's seven people there, so two are going to get knocked out in the round-robin tournament. And Chubby Boldcut, he's worried. He wants to be part of the team. And so does Glasses, other Glasses, who uh, seems to think of himself as a bit of a two-face because he does the coin flip. And then he says, apparently... The results say I will do my best, which I don't know uh, if that's what the coin really says. I think it says heads or tails, buddy. But uh, you do you. And then we also have Mr. Smartphone Horoscope Man who says he's going to be very lucky. And uh, it's good times. I hope none of these guys get through because they're all practically really weird. And I care more about our main squad, Harmony, Harmony's friend, who Harmony says, let's do our best Sayori. So yes, her name is Sayori. It took us nine chapters to remember that one. But Sayori, she's going to do her best, even if she isn't on the supreme chess game level of Harmony, Glasses, and Tom, and all that jazz. And then Glasses attempts to throw shade. Sorry, I might make you cry again, Tom. You big crybaby. Oh my goodness, I'm Glasses. And Tom, very, uh, very... Matter of fact, very adult-like, very composed, says, nope, things are going to be different this time. And he doesn't look angry at all. He's just telling it like it is. And Glasses is impressed. 
Wow, he's changed. The world of chess has changed this man. Oh my goodness. And then we go back to where all the wacky shenanigans began in the weird old old man shop of antiques with the weird cat. Cat playing chess. Meow. Well, well, he wants to play the chess games too. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Let's all try to enjoy it. Life is too short. And now let the games begin. And we do see very cool Harmony. Harmony's friend, Sayori. I'm going to forget her name after this page. Tom. Glasses. Glasses. Cronies in the background. And evil Ice King. Ice Ace Carl in the top. Oh my goodness. And it's to be continued. And ladies and gentlemen, we can't wait to continue this one. Oh boy. Volume 2 uh, starts February 15th, so we do not have long to wait. And uh, I'll tell you, first we're going to be getting to these national preliminaries and then the international selection of section rounds in the specially selected area of Monaco. It's going to be quite exciting indeed. Maybe by the time we get to Volume 2, we'll bump this back up to the main show. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, it's going to be good stuff indeed. I'm telling you, it sounds like we're going to be getting a lot more chess shenanigans uh, and chess tournaments which is going to be like the chess Olympics. And if you know anything about me and Jim right now, when we're doing the UA Sports Festival and the Goodwill Games in our reading clubs, we do like the, the event Olympics. And no other event is going to be hotter than the chess Olympics. And do they have them? Um, that's a good question, actually. I wonder if they have chess in the Olympics. Because I know they have a lot of things now these days. Maybe, maybe we'd be better off asking the ghost of Gary Kasparov that question. Oh boy. But yeah, there we go. It was a good chapter, a nice wrap-up, a very exciting uh, way to wrap the story up on a on an exciting cliffhanger, if you will. Let the games begin. There's also a nice little uh, kind of essay afterwards, uh, a, a little afterward by Gary Kasparov himself. He must have haunted the, the keyboard to type this one out uh, that was pretty cool and then a little afterward about intuition uh which a little short essay about that which i thought was interesting so uh that's well worth a check out as well if you're on the azuki app give that a read it's also in the back of the volume one and i would say it's well worth picking up this first volume we've done all nine chapters here and uh, it was quite the quite the blitz to read through a uh, very enjoyable I did not think I would enjoy this book as much as I did. It was it was a bit ironic at the start, you know? I was like, okay, how much fun is the chess manga really going to be? Turns out it was a whole lot of fun. And I am very much looking forward to volume two. Uh, and it's going to be on its way soon. So I suggest everybody catches up on the exciting world of chess uh, before February 15th, where you know we're going to be hopping back into the world of Blitz and checking out what Tom and his buddies be doing in Monaco. The international national selection of section rounds. Can't wait. Oh boy. But yeah, I'm going to go 8.5 for this one. Crack and read. Confirmed banger. And then we're going to go back to the main show where me and Jim are no doubt discussing a whole bunch more bangers. Oh boy. Uh, as per usual. So there you have it. That's it. Bing, bang, boom. Back to the main show. And we're back. Thanks a lot for the shade, Luke. I had to yell oh. that loud so people in the room will know not to talk as well. And they didn't get the hint, Luke. But here we go. We're back with three more books here. A streamlined show. What are we starting this segment with? Super quick, getting down to business. We are continuing with the uh, fetching tea. A Kali Badashi. That rhymed. It is the story 47. Fetching tea. What's going to happen, Jim? Yeah, well, what's going to happen is, I like that. It's story 47, fetching tea. It's been story for about five to 10 chapters Story of fetching tea. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of done with the fetching tea. I want to yeah, move on. No more tea to fetch. Remember, the big play here was last chapter, and people did complain. Oh, man, I thought we were going to see Akani present the fetching tea. And I said, well, that would be ridiculous because we want to see it during the show. Well, we get to the show. We don't get the whole thing. I like. We don't need to extend fetching tea for all these chapters. But here we go, because we're going to get a bit of fetching tea as everybody's coming into the theater. The big show we've been waiting for forever has finally arrived. And Master Hasho is backstage Whoa. with Rokoro talking about, hey, you think Akani's got what it takes? And by the way, Hasho, I think that she's really trying to impress you because of all that nonsense she did before with the throw in the Ooh. shade. And that's the funny thing. This is fetching the tea, but the most important thing was the throwing the shade. Yeah. And you ended up where he's impressed 
And it's, again, everybody's impressed with the Connie, her abilities, but also even though she messed up and should not have thrown shade at a master during one of her performances, she's doing her best to try to make this better. That, yeah, remember, and the it. whole play was that this started, seems so long ago, because oh, yeah. when Connie knew that she had to learn a new story, she first went to Hasho and said, can you teach me? And he, he said, no, I won't teach you anything for what you did. And a lot of people are pissed off at you. So it's coming full circle in here and her commitment and her not giving up and doing things the proper way seems to have impressed them enough, but they're going to see what is going on. The other big play is that fetching tea did not seem to suit Akani because it's about, you know, pretty much a prostitute Sexy who's there in the red light district. And you go through the whole thing. We already know we've seen a bit of the fetching tea and what it is about. The idea that men would go to, you know, the seedier part of town, but the women there, they were allowed to say, no, I don't, I don't want, want you. It. No matter what, you're going to try to give me all that money. I don't want it. I don't like you. And we got the idea that Akani was going to play this kind of comical. The thing that threw me is that it seemed like this was going to be a big hit the way that it was presented. Like, you're ready. You could go. It's great. When she gets there, nobody seems to be enjoying themselves. <laughs> they seem to be really taken aback. Once you get to her getting into the role of, you know, say, the prostitute. The other things, you know, they think are pretty good. Oh, my God, she her skill level is through the roof and really bringing up that she is almost as skilled at some of the parts as Aurora is, who mm-hmm. is the big cheese, you know, the idle version of big it. And, yeah. And so they're like, man, she's so perfect. It's great. The minute that she tr- starts to play the prostitute, but plays it in like I would love Her to have way. this in an anime because you do get. Like girly, girly, like little, like almost like a teenage flowers. girl's room with these flowers. It looks like, like stickers, the, right? The font and like even like the speech bubbles. You can just tell it's got that like dainty little. Exactly, it really feels voice. like a little. Yeah, and I'm telling you, when you're reading it, and it's like, let's. I, I can't even. I want to pretend that I'm doing the voice that she might yeah. be doing, but I it's do think it would be not what you think the old should be seen. And remember, you know, the play of this is the people liked Aurora doing it because she's so beautiful and elegant. She played the so idea. True. Oh my God, she's putting herself into that, you know, position, into that role. But that's something that Akani had to realize it's not really my role. For, or, or she's doing a thing like it's weird. Is this supposed to be? Because I look at it as being fun. Like she's trying to be funny about it. Like almost like I'd be there and like, Hey, we're going to go talk to the CEO of this company. What's up, Jim? Well, there, fellas, like some stupid thing. But is it, is she trying to make them uncomfortable as if there were like underage prostitutes? I don't know. It's very odd. Why? But they, that's the thing, though. People are aghast. I mean, look at some of the people, like wide open, the they're jaws dropping. And so maybe that's it. Maybe the whole play here is to kind of, maybe it's like a social commentary. I don't know. But you end up even the magazine editor. He's there. He's waiting. He spit out his drink. He had a spit take because he's like, well, but he didn't. He didn't do it laughing. Like usually you spit something out. You're laughing. He actually like grimaces and like shakes his fist. So I don't know what yeah, the real like, like, going on here. He's going to throw up later. Like the reactions are very odd. One bit though, when you have you do have some like you see two guys laughing. Are we supposed to think they're just sick? You know, like, because they start smirking. Is this the uncomfortable humor? Is like, I don't know. We're going to have to see because unfortunately, it doesn't end at the end. I wanted to yeah, see what the kicker is. We're still fetching tea. When these guys are there, and, you know, once you get, this is the weird play. Once you get back to her playing the guys, th- people seem to think that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, because they're laughing it up when he's doing the, like, the guy bit, but whenever she goes back to sus, sus brothel lady, it's, it's all over the place. You, were, you weren't joking. I think one guy threw up in his lap. I, I think that might even be the editor. Another Probably. person's like keeping it in, and I do think that maybe you're playing this up of being just like, maybe it's like, I can't even explain it. The idea of it's so uncomfortable that it's memorable, I don't know. Uh, but Hashio, he's all, he says, I'm stunned. 
At one point, I thought he was laughing. You look and no. And if you look, nobody will look at you. They're all putting their eyes away from her. It's crazy. Uh, and then at the end, you know, you end up having this. And even you, you have Rokoro, who's been on her side this whole time. He is kind of wondering what the heck's going on, but was mm-hmm. told earlier that, you know, don't worry about it. It's going to be pretty cool. And then you end up where you do have in that when he got the call, Aurora saying she found out why, you know, I, I chose to teach her fetching teeth. But we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait to see the ending, I guess. But it's it's weird, it, right? Yeah. It's really weird. Like, it's one of those that it looks like a complete failure. But why? Why Why would Aurora do it this way? And what is the, the kicker of it? Are we going to see, mm-hmm. like, okay, there's a punchline to this? Or, oh, yeah, my God, I didn't see that. Angle. Yeah, some sort of angle. So we'll have to see. But, boy, everybody looks like they're vomiting. I mean, that's a crazy performance, right? But is that the idea of, again, that's so weird. It You got into the shoes of, I don't know. I don't know. But I liked it enough. I just, I want to get out of this fetching tea. Yeah, I was kind of hoping we would get it all in the one, or at least, like, have... It feels like we still have a good bit to go left with this, so I'm kind of unsure. And I'm telling you, at the end, I'm waiting for a twist, and I, if we don't get it, I'm just... Oh, well, okay, let's see where this goes, but, yeah, there's a lot of characters and things that I'd rather have a Connie get to and do than just this whole deal that we've really been hanging a lot. I still like Akani, which, you know, gets me through things, but my enthusiasm's getting less and less. But what would you give it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not too crazy on this. Uh, Like uh, like we said, it is cool to see her on stage again. But the reactions are so hard to gauge, and you don't know if it's good or bad, because, like, or... Hasho, he's he's not looking happy at all. But then, like, it seems to be all according to Aurora's plan. So, and like, we always know Rakani has a trick up for his sleeve. So, uh, but that's part of the cliffhanger. But still, it leads to an unsatisfying read for this chapter, I think, because you, you just don't know, really know what's going on. Uh, I'm just going to hit it with a 7.2. Yeah, I'm going 7. And I, Aurora. You know, you could think because she kind of plays it up like she doesn't care about anybody but herself. You kind of got, but not full out. But it would like this would ruin her, not ruin her reputation. But she's yeah. the one who taught her. It would be a good if, look. Yeah, is she gonna come in and say that's not what I taught her? That wasn't like that. Oh, she ch-. and no, I I think that it's something. And now remember, the big thing with Aurora was she likes to you know ruffle feathers. And she likes to she likes to change the game. She's doing a little. So maybe that's her deal. But I, I just don't know. It, it really threw me off the reactions <laughs> of the crowd. Yeah, it's doing very hard a, to like, read. Almost vomiting. So it is Problems. a weird play. But we'll see. Maybe it'll come through next chapter. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But what are we doing next? Next up, we have something that comes through every chapter, Jim. Oh, my goodness. It's the Dan to Dance chapter 92. What I say when we're recording, just can't sleep. Oh, boy. Oh, my, yes. And and you have a weird play by the end of this, but going into this, we knew that they're at that bunker. They're going to, they have basically training. a danger room like the Montage. X-Men. You end up having holographic training stuff, so they're going to do that. And it's okay. You end up, I, I actually, it threw me off a little bit. That Ara is doing like the sergeant role of yelling and screaming at everybody, and they're you know yeah, yes ma'am yes ma'am yeah I didn't either I thought that and I really didn't think that you know Momo had it in her to actually follow that but they're going with it it's kind of fun Gigi they really and I I don't mind Evil Eye's just been pushed aside you end up where you know Which is Evil good. Eye it is good but it's weird and. The whole play, though, is is that Evil Eye will only fight Okoron. He's in a coma, so let's push it aside. That's fine. Now Okoron's still, by the way, in the coma. But pretty much Ara's like, we're going to die. Like, you guys are terrible. You can't even defeat the three alien holograms that we know what they attack. Jeez. Let's get to it. We have things to learn. We have all this stuff going down. Momo's desperately trying to get a hold of her grandma. She can't get a hold of her. And also Shrimp, he goes off to see Chiquita. Which, you know, cute as a button. I wish that he was actually yeah. there with them, but that kind of gets him. I like when he goes off in the house. He drives along the whole house. Yeah, like, he drives safely. Gigi's yelling. The weird play of this is, though, is that 
at the one point, you do have Momo. Oh, my God, it's almost 10 o'clock. I thought this had to do more with, you know, slit-eyed. I, I, I didn't know, like, Back some again. of the process of it, but it didn't seem to be the case, and they're just going to go to sleep, but she can't fall asleep. She ends up, and she says, I can't go to sleep. You don't hear all that banging on the walls. That's why I said, like, the house went off. I'm like, oh, no, she's going to be in big trouble. But she's outside at that point. But they go back down into this, you know, bunker type deal. Mm-hmm. And Gigi comes and says, well, I'm working on my chi. I can help you. It doesn't seem like he's trying to make any moves whatsoever, which is kind of important by the end. But he ends up saying that he can put his. It's funny because he puts his hands over her ears and then she's like oh i can't hear anything i'm like that's what usually happens when you do that Momo. but it's more of this chi that he can you know get this out and she can actually rest and go to sleep but she says i don't want you to stand in front of me as he's doing this i don't want you to see my sleeping face and he goes well i'll go behind you and straddle you that's less sexy and he goes behind and and does that and he says this will be good for me i want to practice all night with it it does seem like he falls asleep at one point but he's doing that very quick chapter. And while that's happening, you end up where Okaram wakes up, but he doesn't. It's an out-of-body of experience, mind. and he thinks he's dead. And he ends up waking up off the mind, and he's like, where am I? Oh, my God, I think I'm dead. He freaks out. It's kind of funny. But he needs to find Momo and goes running around. It's funny because he shouldn't even, like, if, if it was me, I'd be like, what the hell is this place? Like, where is yeah. Or you, you would stick to your body, you know, and I, I'm not leaving that thing. I need to, I need to go back in that thing. Oh, so dude. he runs off and what he does run straight into what looks like, so you know, sleeping. Momo there with her boyfriend Gigi falling Uh-oh. asleep in a loving way. And I do think that the play here of it is, is that, you know, he, he has no idea. He thinks he's dead and he's going to think, well, they moved on without me. I do see though. He looks like he has like a connecting tail yeah, to like his body. It's kind of funny that I guess to find his way back, uh, maybe that'll come into play. Like it's one of those that's the connection, and if it gets severed, then he really will die because Uh-oh. I I assume he isn't dead. But his out of body experience is kind of a forced way to get this drama, but it, it works for the book. Uh, kind of good. what the book is, and yeah, and you, you get the fun. Ara doing the stuff and yelling at him is the fun part. Gigi has a bunch of cool. She even calls him emoji. Hey, emoji over there. <laughs> he's like, hey, he's doing his things. Uh, it was kind of cool, but him helping Momo was the big deal. She hasn't slept. She has to heal, but she even says, you have to go to sleep to heal. And he goes, no, 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 you need it more. So there's a gem for you. Gem but thing. yeah, by the end, it's very, very quick, but it continues the story on. I'm interested in it. It's just this was one of those kind of fill-in things that we'll, we'll probably not. The only reason that it is anything is that the end Ocaron sees Gigi yeah. and Momo together. The before the storm. And I really do think that the play of his isn't going to be that. It's just going to be, I died for two seconds. You're already moving on something uh, yeah, along yeah, those yeah. lines. But I'm sure that'll be solved pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. uh, and again, maybe when he comes out of the coma, he yells at Gigi, evil eye, maybe we can resolve that fully, but maybe. what would you give it? Yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, a nice character chapter. We've had a couple of these now, which was nice because we had a lot of action. We were kind of saying we want to get back to the team. And this is the best Gigi like, content we've had for months. And that's exactly what we wanted. It was a real highlight to see him again. Very cute moment between uh, him and Momo because we haven't seen a lot of them two together. It's been Gigi and Ira. And Ira's good at this chapter as well, but a Gigi Momo moment was very nice. And Ira, I, I kept pushing the idea that I thought that's what Gigi and her were getting together to make those two couples. I still think yeah. it might happen, right? Because they, they were really kind of you know, kind of fighting a little like that playful type kind of way. I but can she, see Gigi and Momo as friends, but yeah. maybe Glasses, Okarun, see something else. Yeah, oh, I think God. he does. I think uh, he does. But, yeah. So, the, you know, there, there's drama there. That's always good. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but it really, just nice to have a nice GG moment here. I really like it. I'm going to go 8.8 out of 10. I'm going to go 8.5. And I do think one of the other plays is they desperately need Okaron to get better to be able to fight this big, yeah, you know, planet-ending battle. They really don't. And Ira doing the deal and yelling and screaming was great. But, again, when she's yelling the stuff, she's just being so mean. Even at one point, she tells him they're a load of ass. <laughs> Uh-oh. Laugh. 
they also really could use grandma. Uh, she doesn't have a cell yeah, phone and the number she left, phone. she's not picking up the phone. So uh, yeah, they yeah, really yeah. need that as well to see. But yeah, eight five for me. You are liking it as well. And we'll move oh. to the last book, which is a book that we hadn't been liking as oh. much, but actually is picking up here in my mind and actually might be getting to something that I'll enjoy. But what is it, Luke? We have to wrap things up with the Chainsaw Mons, chapter 119, Teeth. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we end up having Denji and feels more like Denji. Yeah, this feels like the Denji we know and love. Yeah, classic Not Denji. that weird guy in the aquarium. And even even the classic of seeing some things like a chart in his apartment that they're keeping track of him and his quote-unquote little sister's farts. Right. He's farting more. Fart That's chart. kind of funny. Again, he has his unbreakable rules that will keep mentioning to stay alive. And mm-hmm. you do have Asa say that she has some as well. But the oh. big play here is it, this is kind of a date. And so Denji kind thinks of. there might be making out. I might get kissed. And he's like, you one of the other rules is bit out loud. they're going to watch a, a movie. They go into the apartment and Ace is looking around. It's kind of a sus apartment. And then out of nowhere, you do end up my roommates out walking the dogs. She'll be home soon. She's a huge problem. A uh, child with extreme personality. So you have to watch out. That's the big thing. Don't let her see us kissing. And also don't go in the fridge. And she, it's funny because Ace the whole time is like, well, I would never do that anyway. You know, hey, yeah, don't go I mean, into any obviously. other rooms except mine. He's saying these rules out loud. And she's like, why would I? I wouldn't go into any other apartments here. There's no, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Don't go in my fridge. Well, I would never go into somebody's fridge. So, all right, that makes sense. And you're like, listen, don't. Make out with me. Whatever you do, don't make out with me in front of her, my roommate. And she's like, what? And she flips out. I don't even like you. You're a jerk. On the contrary, this isn't a... And he's like, I thought this was a date. I thought you liked me. No, I hate you. And then he's like, what? Why do you hate me? And she's like, yeah, I just hate you. Besides, I have rules too. all these things, whatever. And you should get away from me. You'll wind up dead. It's such a weird conversation because they're still just sitting there and they're going to watch TV. And with that, then Denji starts t- thinking to himself, and it, you really go back, and actually why I like it is he starts even thinking of a couple things from even way back, where he says that people said I smell like a dog, and I used to think that that was a compliment. Maybe it's not. I I wonder if I Uh-oh. stink. And it's funny because he says to Asa, hey, do, do you think dogs stink? And at that point, they're watching whatever show is. There's a, you know, a coyote or whatever on the thing, and he's thinking about this. He even thinks, I did give her starfish. Maybe she didn't like that. But the weird play of this and why I did like it, in in Chainsaw Man a lot, you have those page turns that you don't expect. And we haven't really had that as much been a while. with this. I mean, yeah, we had a page turn and you end up Asa stepping on a chicken and kill like, but that's so far removed now, especially with Denji back that he's talking. It feels like classic bit of Denji's confused. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know what and when you turn. The real big thing, he gets kissed, but it's not Asa now. It's Yoru. It, it's it's, the it's devil. almost like a jump scare. Uh, when I, I saw that in the comments, like when you turn the page, you're like, oh, geez. And I it, thought that was great. Fight. We haven't had that in a while yeah. in my mind, like something to get you going. Classic feel. And the big play here is so cool, especially if you remember, you know, by the end, the roommate, because you have Yoru here now, full out devil. And she's also kissing that. Oh, my God. You know, the roommate is going to find out. It's going to see which happens. I mean, you pretty much Straight making away. out, making out. You see all these dogs coming in and you really are shading the thing. And I think that the play here is pretty good because of how we haven't had Nayuda in, in the steel. She comes in. We had hints of her. We had talk or whatever. Uh, and knew from where we left off. But that telling you. The hiatus that we had and then going into this, I think, plays out really well because you do see Nayuta there and yells thief and the chains start coming out of her hand. Uh-oh. And you're like, oh, crap. Plus, as people mentioned, uh, she has a, a certain look to her there that looks a lot like Makama. And hmm. that plays out well. Again, I even have said to you, should we, you know, it's not a spoiler because we're going through this and it happens. It that's the reincarnation uh, of the whole control devil in Makima. So uh, there she is. And she's even starting yep. to dress a little, look like her. The eyes are going. And she ends up shooting those chains. 
that this is the best cliffhanger we've had since the book came back. Oh, this yeah. is something you're like the most excited I've been. It, it feels like like to me like okay, everything else was a, a bit of a too long setup for Ace, and now we have now we're getting to it. This feels like we're now back. We're that yeah, this is what I expected to get right away when we yeah. came back, and it's been it a little took down. a couple of months longer than we thought. Yeah, uh, because this is kind of the things that you want to continue the story and some of the elements from before it went on hiatus. Uh, just dealing with new people and whatnot was very odd. But yeah, the dogs are there. That those chains are going. And that's pretty crazy. That's a pretty crazy deal. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but yeah, it looks good. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, we get our Denji back. Feels like it's been a while since we've had him. We have those classic chainsaw moment feels, that page turn. We have the roommate coming in. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Uh, it's the most excited I've been for uh, Chainsaw Man chapter in a while because it feels like Chainsaw Man. This is the most it's felt like in a while. Um, like, and, and you know, we've, we've said a lot about Asa and Yoru, like, we aren't the biggest fans of her, but, um, you know, like, I, I definitely think it's, it, they are in an interesting place now with these characters. It took a long time to get there, but it's an interesting place, and I'm really looking forward to how things shake out. I'm gonna go with an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm going 9. Ooh. I'm just gonna go because I'm excited about it. And again, you, you bring back Nayuda. I'd rather have her back than see, say, the class president part of the Devil Hunting Club. Like, really, like, get out of town. Let's get back to the bigger characters. Let's see a bigger story. And this really pushes it up. This is one of those. Oh, where, yeah. oh crap. And I saw some of the comments where people were like, oh, my God, now we're now we're cooking, cooking with gas now. Fire They're me. all fired up. And yeah, it seemed like it would take it that it took a little bit too long. To get there, but I'm in. I'm in now. And like you said, that jump scare turn took me like a, by surprise because it wasn't the turn the page and all of a sudden a horrific. It's just oh shit, I almost cr- oh crap oh, no yeah. oh the devil oh, is bother. doing this and it's just going to cause problems. It's just there to cause problems again. Uh, so, but yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what that is. But yeah, I did like it a lot. Who is your gem of the week? I know who mine is. I think they have this series. Yep. He's got to go Gigi. It is Gigi. Everybody loves the Ooh. Gigi. Everybody should love the Gigi because he is the gem of all gems. I didn't have the gem sound, so I needed Uh-oh. something. So Dang. with all of that, yeah, Gigi, uh, full out. So thanks, everybody. I Easy. hope everybody enjoyed listening to the very weekly manga review show. If you want to give us a comment about anything that we mispronounced, you could either throw shade on Twitter Spellings. at Weird Manga. I hope you don't, but you could. Some people like to do that. I don't know why, Just but they'll do that. Or you can email us at weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com. But also you could go to the Patreon and, you know, even comment there because there's comment sections there oh. as well. That's patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga. And you get early access to a bunch, up to seven episodes right now of our Manga Monday show. Some bangers in there, too. There's some uh, pretty big ones. Like Mob Psycho 100, that was a big one uh, that's hanging there. Uh, But also we have early access to a lot of the other shows there. And, you know, you help us out for everything we do, so that'd be nice as well. But thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Luke. And we'll talk to everybody next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.